Hey guys, just before we start the episode today, I would like to say that today's episode is part of a small series that me and Mr. Jack decided to record about the best airport and airplane tips. I hope you find the series useful. Hey, hello. Welcome to the Nomad Tactics Podcast. Here provide a complete how-to guide for digital nomads. I'm your host, B, and I'm joined by the co-host, Jack. Today, we're going to talk about the best airport and airplane tips, part three. I will start with a quick summary of the episode. First, me and Jack are going to talk about exactly what is the aim of today's episode. After that, we're going to contextualize the topic within our digital nomad life system. Then we're going to provide some quick clarifications regarding the episode. And finally, we're going to provide 15 tips to do with airports and airplanes. I hope you enjoyed the episode. So, hello, Mr. B. Hello, Jack. So, as the title of this episode already tells, in this episode, we are going to provide you with a comprehensive list of all the best tips and tricks about airplanes and airports. Yeah, that's right. And we decided to do this as a mini-series, which means that we won't provide all the tips in this episode. Rather, we will divide into a number of different episodes, five or six, perhaps, in order to try to keep the episode under 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Let's see. Yeah, I think as usual, we should put this topic into our digital nomad life system. And for people who don't know what the digital nomad life system is, it is a six-step system that aims to help people going from a non-nomadic lifestyle into a optimized digital nomad life. So, Mr. B, where would you put this topic into which step of the system? So, as you can probably guess, today's topic is going to be placed on the departing process step. And this departing process step can be understood as all the things that a digital nomad needs to do just before or during the actual period in which he's leaving his current base to guarantee a smooth departure and transition to his new base, i.e. the new city in which he's going to be living in. So, of course, we place this topic within this step of our system because airports and airplanes is something that you're going to deal with when you are departing from a place to go to the next place. So it's quite obvious there. Yeah, so Mr. B, before we go into the exact tips... Uh, as usual, I think you have some clarification you want to make. Yeah, that's right. So just a few quick things I'd like to say. In today's episode, we're going to provide 15 tips, but there is no, let's say, logical order for when I'm presenting those. So perhaps I'm going to start with an airplane tip, then I'm going to go to an airport tip, and then I'm going to go back to an airplane tip. So don't try to see a coherence in the order of things. 
Another thing I would like to say is that, as Mr. Jack said, the aim of this miniseries is to provide you with a comprehensive list. It's very likely, especially if you are already somewhat an experienced digital nomad, that you already heard some of the things that we are about to say. Having said that, this can be, let's say, a good memory refresher if you are an expert nomad. Perhaps you heard about the tip before, but you kind of forgot, and now you're going to uh, recall those. But also, I think that we came up or we researched some very unique things that I haven't seen many people talking about online. So I'm pretty sure that in every episode, there will be at least one or two tips that will be new to you, even if you're an experienced digital nomad, because, you know, uh, this list I gather over, you know, quite a long period of time. Um, either by talking to different digital nomads, reading blogs uh, within the niche. And some of those I, I got by talking to cabin crew, which are kind of the, the experts on the area, one could argue. Finally, one last thing that I would like to say is that we're going to provide a lot of tips. And some of the tips that we might mention might be considered a little bit sneaky by some people. So, you know, people defer on terms of the kinds of things that they are okay doing or not. So I just would like to make it very clear that we at Nomad Tactics do not necessarily practice or endorse all of the steps. Nomad Tactics should not be responsible by the application of any of the information provided in today's episode because today's episode is for educational purposes only. So the first tip here is try to make your way to the lounge. Yeah, so we all know that lounges are great places due to the fast Wi-Fi, the sitting comfort you're going to have, the free food, that's a big one, and sometimes other features that lounges around the world might offer you. And there are basically two ways in which you can try to get into a lounge for free. The first one is by using your credit card. And many people are not aware, but many credit cards offer you free access to airport lounges. Sometimes your credit card does not allow you unlimited access to the lounges, but at least will offer you certain visits per month or per year. So really, there is no harm uh, going to the lounge entrance and presenting your card and figuring out if you have such perk or not. The other way, perhaps the more creative way to try to get in for free in the lounge is to simply ask another person to get inside the lounge with them as their companion, as their friend. So most credit cards allow the credit card holder to get into the lounge with someone else for free. So the trick here is to stay around the lounge area and whenever you see a single person walking to the entrance of the lounge, you can simply say something along the lines, oh, I forgot my credit card. Would you mind if I enter as your companion? It is likely free for you to bring someone. Or you can say something like, I never been to a lounge. Would you mind if I enter? with you as your friend, because it's probably free if you bring a friend. And in my experience, sometimes people are okay doing that for you. So the second tip here is bring a power bank with LastLand 
25,000 million capacity. So probably you will want to bring your power bank with you inside the plane in order to charge your things if necessary during the flight. Having said that, you should be really careful to do with the capacity of your power bank. Typically, only power banks with a 25,000 million per hour or less of capacity are allowed by the security control. So check what's the specific capacity of your power bank in order to avoid any trouble boarding the plane. So third tip here is use identifying tags in a smart way. So in previous tips, we already talked about trackers. Now I'm mentioning identifying tags, which basically are tags where you're going to put your name, your address, your phone number in case you lost your luggage in order for you to recover it much easier. And the tip here is that you should always have two identifying tags in whatever luggage you're carrying. The first identifying tag should be placed on the outside of the bag. And the important thing here is to find an identifying tag that can cover your personal information. The reason for that is because you don't want your personal information, including your name and address, to be visible to anyone that is passing around the airport or the airplane. And the reason why that might be dangerous is because if someone, say, has bad intentions, they're going to be able to know where you live and very likely nobody going to be home since you are traveling after all. The second identifying tag should be placed inside your luggage in a very visible area, just in case the other identifying tag, the one that stays outside, detaches from the luggage somehow. So if someone gets your luggage and they open it, they're going to still be able to see your personal information. So the next tip here is ask your taxi to leave you at the arrivals area of the terminal even if you intend to get a flight. So the rationale here is that by asking your taxi driver or your Uber driver to drop you in the arrival area, you are less likely to encounter a traffic jam as you're approaching the airport. And we all know that traffic jams are quite common in these areas. Typically, the arrivals area are much more empty, so most likely you're going to be able to get to your terminal faster, which is going to save you time, especially considering the fact that in most airports, to go from the arrivals area to the departure area, you're simply going to need to take a staircase or an elevator. So there's really no point going to the crowded departure area if you can get to the same place much quicker by arriving in the arrivals area. So the next tip here is avoid drinking alcohol on the plane. So actually, we already kind of covered this tip on episode 25, where we talked about jet lag strategies. So if you're interested in the topic, I would advise you to have a listen. But the basic idea here is that you should skip on drinking alcohol, especially on long-haul flights, because alcohol tend to potentialize the bad symptoms of jet lag. So the next tip here is be mindful about your luggage allowance if you have a connection flight. So if you're using the same airline the whole way, 
from your departure city to your destination, then most likely you won't have any problem. Yet, if you're taking flights from different airlines to get to your destination, it is very important for you to always check what is the luggage allowance for each and every airline. Sometimes people forget to check that and they simply assume that whatever they were allowed to take in the first flight, both in terms of their checkered luggage and their carry-on luggage, will also be allowed in their subsequent flights, by which I mean their connecting flights. Yet this is not necessarily true, and sometimes this might lead you to pay a lot extra since the second flight might have, let's say, a more restrictive luggage allowance, and they're going to want you to pay extra money to carry the same bag that you took in the first flight. So the next tip here is dress and layer on the plane. So this is a simple tip, and I think many people mention this, but nonetheless, I think it's extremely important. The key idea here is that it is advisable for you to dress in layers whenever you're taking a flight. Generally speaking, I would say that planes tend to be cold, but this is not always the case. So since you have no direct control over the plane temperature, dressing in layers is very smart because by doing that, you can somewhat, quote-unquote, control the temperature yourself by either taking out clothes or putting more clothes. So no matter what's the temperature of the plane, you're always going to feel comfortable. So the next tip here is avoid checking luggage. So this tip will, of course, vary to a certain degree depending on the context. In fact, we will record a future podcast episode exclusively to talk about if it makes sense for you to bring a check luggage or not. Nonetheless, there are three reasons why, as a general rule, that most digital nomads should try to avoid check luggages. The first reason is that you will typically pay more for your flights, especially if you're taking budget airlines, since in budget airlines you will need to pay for every extra luggage that you need to check into the plane. The second reason is because whenever you check luggage, there is a possibility that it will be lost. Although I feel that nowadays this is becoming less and less an issue because, you know, airlines are getting better at not losing luggage. But nonetheless, it's still an issue. And of course, if you lose luggage, it's always a big headache. And finally, one last advantage for not checking luggage is that by simply having a carry-on luggage, you're going to be able to develop a sense of minimalism that you won't have if you have a lot of stuff by having, for example, one or two checked luggages with you. So the next tip here is avoid taking too many health supplements with you on the flights. So most health supplements are either powders or capsules. Also, you're probably going to need to carry a great quantity of those since health supplements are things that you take on a regular basis. 
And the reason why it's sometimes problematic to take too many of those health supplements with you is because this might raise some red flags in the security control or the customs of the country. Simply, they're going to see, you know, a bunch of capsules or powders and they're going to want to check exactly what you're carrying there. And even though you won't be carrying anything illegal, it might take a lot of time to go through and explain and perhaps they're going to test something. So the tip here is to minimize the amount of health supplements you carry and stick to the essentials. So the next tip here is consider going to the lounge even if you are paying for it. So depending on the airport in which you're going, the food there might be extremely expensive. And this is usually a problem in North American airports and European airports. Thus, if you're going to stay many hours in an airport for, say, a connecting flight, and you intend to have multiple meals there, sometimes it makes much more financial sense to pay for a lounge, which usually going to cost you, say, from $20 to $60, rather than eating outside the lounge. Um, we all know that lounges typically offer free food, and sometimes if you compare the values, it just makes more sense to go to the lounge. Yet, before committing by paying to a specific lounge, I think it's always a good idea to go there and ask someone in the staff for you to have a look and see which food is being served because, you know, the quality of the food served in lounges vary greatly. So it's always a good idea to check first. So the next tip here is always book airplane tickets using your credit card. It's debatable Either in your daily life, you should use your debit card or your credit card. On the one hand, if you use your credit card in your daily life, you might be able to accumulate points as you travel, which is great, of course. On the other hand, by using your credit card, you will not be able to track your expenses so well, and that might lead you to trouble. But regardless about what you do in your daily life, in one circumstance, I think it makes a lot of sense to always use your credit card. And such circumstance is when you're buying your airplane tickets. And the reason for that is simple. It's because if you pay for your airplane tickets by using your credit card, most likely you will be provided with a quote-unquote free travel and health insurance. And the degree of coverage will depend to a great extent on the specific card you have. But most credit cards do offer something, which is great for you. Um, on the other hand, debit cards don't offer any sort of insurance. So I really see no good reason why you, you wouldn't pay with your credit card. So the next tip here is... Wear high compression socks on a long flight. So if you take a long flight, of course, you're going to need to stay many hours sitting down. By staying so many hours sitting down, this will increase some health risks due to the poor blood circulation, especially in your legs. Some of the problems that you might face might be very mild, such as the development of spider veins over time. On the other hand, 
there are much more dangerous health conditions that you might develop, such as what is called a deep vein thrombosis. One easy and cheap way to drastically reduce the chances of any of such health risks is by simply using high compression socks, which, as the name suggests, are simply really long socks that are going to put extra pressure in your legs and make the blood circulate better. So the next tip here is bring a foldable or empty water bottle to the airport. Once again, this is a very old trick that many people talk about, but nonetheless, I think it's a good trick, so I decided to include here. Um, we all know by now that we cannot pass through the security with uh, a lot of liquid, right? Like a full water bottle. Also, we know that water in the airport tends to be expensive as everything else, all drinks and all food. We also know that hydration is crucial to avoid the symptoms of jet lag, as we explained on episode 25. With all of those things in mind, one trick that you can use is to simply bring an empty normal water bottle or even better, a foldable water bottle. You're going to pass through security with that empty once you pass through security, you're simply going to refill your empty water bottle in a water fountain or tap water, if tap water is viable in such country. Oh yeah, a user on Twitter, her handle is Taurus2, told us that you can bring ice past security because ice is considered solid instead of liquid. So the next tip here is, you can ask for the medications from the flight attendants. Back on episode 27, we already talked about medications. And one of the tips we gave there is that you should always carry, let's say, the more basic medications that you use more frequently, as well as your more controlled medications with you in your carry-on luggage. And that's because, you know, if you need access to such medications during the flight, the medication is going to be with you and you're going to be able to access it. Nonetheless, if you forgot to bring those medications in your carry-on luggage, you can always ask for this kind of basic medication to the flight attendants. And in most airlines, they will be able to provide you those. So the last tip here is... Avoid wearing content lenses on a flight. So the air inside the airplane is extremely dry. And if you combine that with the fact that people tend to get extremely dehydrated during flights, this can lead to extreme uncomfort when they are using contact lenses. So the simple advice here is that whenever you're taking a flight, instead of Using contact lenses, you should instead use glasses. I see. So it seems like we have finished all 15 tips for this part. If you like this episode, please make sure to leave a review on your listening platform. And this is Jack, and thank you for listening. Thank you very much. <laughs>